Welcome to Be Insanely Great. It's another sunny, beautiful day in South Florida. Thankfully, I'm in the shade for now. If I wasn't, it would be a solid 10 degrees warmer. But appreciate the lovely, cool wind that graces our presence every few minutes. So, welcome back to Be Insanely Great, a joyful experience of present moments in random sequence, yet interconnected in some way. Happy to be back with you. Oh, and by the way, for all of those that are saying, hey, you said you're going to be live. Where's your live stuff? We're working on it. It's coming. Okay? These things don't happen overnight. All right? We're starting with the edited program, making things work, building out a flow, gaining momentum, and we will be live. I assure you of that. And, you know, we'll get there. You know, the Beatles, hey, the Beatles are the Beatles. And, you know, they had this whole thing with this documentary, right? And if you watch their own progression, they hadn't talked to each other or worked together for months and months and months. They come together to do this thing. It took them three weeks to go live. And and that was only for 40 minutes. And we're going to be live every week. So, like, you know, we'll, we'll get there. Take, you know, let's trust the universe. Let's trust our 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 kind of disposition <laughs> for getting there. We'll We'll be there. I promise we'll be there. And thank you so much for joining. So excited and grateful to have you all here and uh, be part of this journey that we're on in figuring this out, whatever this is, and trying to do our best to grow and, and appreciate and learn and, and just be fearlessly. Yes. Fearlessly. That's another thing. We'll talk about that because that's kind of uh, seems to be part of the equation. If all that is, is let's say the lyrics is, our fellow John Lennon said in the documentary that the whole point of the uh, the get back performance was communication, just as all you need is love. We take the core elements of that, the lyrics of all you need is love, that you attract what you fear, all you need is love, and you can do, you can have, and you can be anything you can imagine. Like, I don't know anybody that's like legitimately made concerted effort to do that consistently, at least in my life. You know, I'm sure there's there's absolutely people out there and great quotes from people out there like that. But fear has has its uh thorns, right? People say I mentioned I had mentioned previously and might have been in one of the episodes, depending on where you are in the sequence of 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 listening and, and watching. It's almost like when you when you have an idea and you have a dream and you have something that you want to want to do for your life. And then you share it with the people you love and they're like, we can't do that. You know, that, that's not possible for your circumstances. And, and, and everybody has their opinion. Everybody makes their own choices. Everybody is their own person and has their own personality. Right. And so, and we, and we trust these people in our lives and, and, and they're there for us and they support us, you know, probably almost all the time, you know, but on occasion when we talk about something big and something different, you know, there's immediately limits put on it. And, and that's not anybody's fault. That's just how we're wired in, in, in this world today. And I would just say, if you look at it from the perspective of that, that we each want to give each other a chance and we each want to say, you know what? You do you. You want to do something amazing that's never been done before, then go do it. Right. You know, we look at the most influential people that have ever done amazing things like they do it. They don't listen to anybody. You know, Jennifer Lopez had an incredible like thing on on one of the platforms where she they documented her Super Bowl performance and her disposition in that show. She was fearless. She is fearless. J-Lo is fearless. 
And you look at her story, you look at how she grew up in the Bronx, you know, Arthur Avenue in the Bronx, where my family, you know, originated and then migrated down to the to the heart of South Florida. <laughs> but, but anyways, you know, one small connection. But anyways, like J-Lo, like, oh, my God, like your story is incredible, you know, to, to become where you where you've become and to believe in yourself and to and to overcome everybody and all overcome all those all those all those spears of fear and all those daggers of doubt to 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 become who you became and to be the inspiration that you are for so many people around the world and all of the joyful moments and your songs and your motion pictures and all of these things and and it's not just you as you know it's 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 all people that believe in themselves all people that find what it is that they're that they that they believe in themselves and then they and then they do it and then there there're no apologies for it because we technically don't owe anybody anything. Like if we're honest, we don't. We all think we're a speck in a, in a, in a big world, but what if we turn that perspective on its head and we said, well, all right, there's 8 billion people in this world or whatever, something in that range. And instead of it, us being one speck, like what if, and if we think about it in this way, we are generally, we are all in our own world. We are all in our own world in every moment true because with all of our thoughts and all of our feelings and all of our things within our own life, right? We're in our own world. So why, if we're literally in that place and in that mindset or in that space all the time, why is it that we think we're just one small speck in this big world? Like what if everything originated from us? And if we took control and we took ownership and we said, no, 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 you do you, I'll do me. I'm going to do this because this is what I believe in. This is what I feel is what I need to do. And Einstein had a quote. He said, if you look at all of the most influential people that have ever walked this earth, the one common thread that exists among all of them is they first found what it was within them that was important. And once they did that, they expressed that. And wow, it just became them and was their definition, right? And Oprah says something similar. Oprah, I've seen on Instagram reels where she gives speeches to college universities of graduating classes. And she says, find out what it is that you want to do. You can go through life and you can be doing this and be doing that. But if you don't know what it is that you want to do, how do you ever know that you're working towards that? Oprah, thank you. Thank you, Oprah. Thank you. And, and the amount of people that you've inspired, the amount of the amount of moments of, of awareness that you've inspired within within people, within humanity, within you know all that is, and 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 pulling that together and trying to to help people understand a perspective and a potential that exists. I think you 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 have a quote that, and you know, this I think this is on Brainy quote that I read it. She's like, you said, uh, she. I'm speaking to you, Oprah. Thank you so much for listening. I said, you said, you said something like, if I knew that being myself would make me as rich as I am, I would have done it a lot sooner. And I, and Oprah, I'd love to ask you and expand upon that. But seriously, I mean, if we can just become ourselves, right? And, 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 and what is that? You know, they say, find yourself. Well, I don't know what that means. Like, who knows what that means? Like at face value when they hear it. Oh, that sounds like a great thing to do sometime when I'm not so busy. So let's trust ourselves. Let's not be the person that throws daggers of doubt or spears of fear in people's dreams. Let's give everyone the opportunity to be whoever it is they want to be and whatever it is they want to be in every present moment. And all potentials exist in every present moment. And so, like, let's just be fearlessly, fearlessly. <laughs>
no one talks about being fearless. Everybody talks about all the things that all the obstacles. Oh, you see the you see those skiers that go down the mountain, right? And they see and they they're weaving between the trees at like eighty kilometers an hour, some crazy speed, right? You think they're thinking about the trees? If they thought about the trees, boom, trees slap, bam, explosion, you know. But they think about the path. They look at the path. They see the path. And if they're not seeing the path, calamity, discord, all things fall apart, broken bones, you know, uh, uh, rehab for for physical rehab for <laughs> forever or, you know, depending on what happens. Right. And so all these things happen. And so anyways, I don't know where that came from. It just happened. But Riley, I think I was going to ask defer to you to ask me a question on 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 how we can build upon uh, what we've what we've touched on so far. <laughs> So did you want to start going into some of the Beatles stuff? We can do that. I think it'd be good to like touch on that throughout. Like, you know, almost like you have these shows and these episodes that are these these movies where they have like three or four concurrent scenes going on, you know, and things pop in every once in a while. Because the reality is, is that's a recurring. And here's the thing that I only just kind of thought about recently is, is so this entire concept of the present moment and this entire Mm -hmm. concept of time is an illusion and time doesn't exist. Like, what does that mean? How do you, how are you supposed to conceptualize that as a thing when time is literally the construct, the constraint that runs our lives and all of our lives every day and every moment of every day. Right. And so what if everything is always happening in the present moment? And an example of that is, is that, so like, let's say like this, the, the, the Beatles and their whole get back performance and their whole kind of last hurrah with the live, live show. Right. For me, at least looking at that and listening to that and feeling that and feeling the, the, the energy that, 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 that was that occurred right. in in a present moment in, in January of 1969, using time as a, as a, as a, as a point of reference for when it occurred relative to, to this moment. Right. But if I'm honest with myself, the energy of that happening, although it was then, is affecting my present moment now. It's affecting my present moment now because I'm thinking about it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the energy of it, right? Just because it happened to have occurred in January of 1969 when I physically was, you know, my body was, did not exist. Uh, it had not been born from my mother and father and amazing family, right? You know, I, I wasn't a, a, a physical being on this earth yet in, in this body. But my point is, is that, again, if, if we were to look at that as something that is, is influencing our thoughts now, and if, our, and if the present moment is something that is so powerful, that is so precious, that is so, that is so full of potential, and, and we just simplify it, we just simplify it, we just say, all right, well, like, The only thing that matters is the thoughts and the feelings of right now, and then use that as a reference point to make us feel and to make us believe and to make us trust and and accept, accept ourselves. And, and, and one of the most impactful things that I've learned is, is, and it could be in anything you could be, you could be cooking, you could be writing something, you could be working on something for work. You can be doing something creative, which creative creation, I think, you know, we'll talk about that more in terms of what our potential and all of that, but, but we can be doing something. And, and if we just feel something and, and trust it and, and allow us and give ourselves the opportunity to say, you know, if we read a quote and we resonate with it, like take a moment and, and think about it and how that might apply to, to us 
And does it apply? And if we did something and took action or, or made choices differently based on one of those quotes or one of those things that, that people have said, like the moment right now in which we're, we're doing that and we're thinking about that and we're trying to, trying to understand, trying to understand. Oh, these birds are beautiful. They're flying all over the place. Um, it helps that I have a bird feeder about 30 feet away. Uh, but they, they, they are, you know, all the time, blue jays and cardinals and house sparrows and, 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 and buntings and painted buntings. Those are the, those are incredible. I didn't even know a bird like that existed. It looks like a rainbow on a bird. Um, so anyway, sorry, got distracted. That's another thing. Sorry. Sorry. I said, sorry. Like as, as we thank Steve Harvey in a prior episode for you know, changing got to get can like the potential exists to replace sorry with thank you. Thank you for allowing me to digress for a moment while my environment distracted me to appreciate the small things that, that, you know, kind of are here to make us smile and make us, make us, make us happy, you know, like nature. Uh, so thank you. And that in and of itself was a lesson that I learned with replacing using thank you instead of sorry. I was always one to be apologizing. Sorry, whether I was walking in on uh, sending an email or I was walking, walking into someone's office, or I was just calling somebody, you know, saying, sorry for bothering you, you know, like, no, no, no. Why do we need to apologize for just like being, we don't need to apologize. We're just doing our thing. And we're trying, literally the reality is, is like, we're, we might be imposing on someone's time and space and whatever it is they're, that they're doing. But the, honest truth, if we're honest with ourselves, is it's likely something they need for us to be there too. And it's okay for us to be there in that moment. And there's no need to apologize to where everything we start with, oh, beautiful Cardinal, everything we start with, just start off with sorry. Oh, what a downing, downing thing. But if you say thank you for allowing me to, to allowing me to interrupt you, or thank you for, 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 for your patience, while I made a series of choices that allowed me to be late today, you know, whatever it is, right? whatever it is, like it, it changes the entire disposition of the, of the, of the mood and the, and, and the environment that we're in. So I'm saying, Oh my God, so sorry. Say, Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your, your patience or, or you allowing me to do this or whatever. It totally changes, totally changes something so simple that totally changes. The entire circumstance. Forgot where I was. Where was I? I got onto some sorry, thank you thing. Oh, we were talking about the Beatles and get back in communication. Oh, we did touch on that, which is great. We touched on the whole. <laughs> uh, we talked about John Lennon and his and his whole communication. Did you see those things, Riley? Did you catch up? Did you? I didn't pick up on. I, I watched all of it. Yeah. I'm like, man, this this they the way they said things and the way you watch elements of that and the expressions of joy. And and if you and if we can track like in like that documentary, the get back documentary with did I'll, I'll just say, you know, Peter Jackson, Disney Plus, and Apple Corp, you know, thank you for giving that to the world. Seriously, thank you. Um and 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 to have that documented and to be able to look back on that to 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 see how thing how how a group of people that seem to be grounded in, in, you know, peace and love, <laughs> you know, all these things that everybody just like, just says, oh, they're, you know, hippies or whatever, like labeling, labeling people. 
But if you see them and you and you and you and you feel the the emotions that they have, and and you can see the and you 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 kind of track the expressions of joy and and excitedness that happen at certain moments, and then you look to what actually happened, and like those are the things that happened, those are the things that happened, right? You know, I got goosebumps saying that. Those are the things that happened. You know, in the beginning, and and I I probably mentioned this, and I might be repeating this, but. Sometimes repetition is, is, is one of the best things that, that can be something in which we, we realize the more we hear it, the more we're like, oh, maybe we should think about that. So I'll say it again. George Harrison was talking about Billy Preston before they even talked about a keyboardist in one of the, in some of the early discussions that they had. And he was so excited. He was saying, oh man, he was, he was back up for, for little Richard, I think. And one of those, one of those guys, and he was, he was better than them. He was amazing. And then he randomly shows up that he had to have, and he had an interview in London and he was just stopping by to say hi. And then, whoa, he's on the record. What? Are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then like using that as a correlative example to the Ted Lasso episode I mentioned in episode one, right? Like talk about having collective expressions of exuberant joy for things that could happen. And then they happen. And of course, you're like, oh, well, you know, it didn't happen right away. Well, of course not. That life doesn't happen in that sequence. It's like we all think it's this straight line when in reality it's like this. And then, oh, we get here. You know, we get there eventually, but it doesn't happen in the way we think. And sometimes when those random occurrences and those unknowns, we, we trust the unknown. Thank you, Joe Dispenza, again for that. Like, trust the unknown. Why not? Why not? Right. Like give ourselves an opportunity and, 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 and again, in, in releasing control and it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in a day. It happens in little moments. It happens in little moments to say, I don't know, like an example could be, all right, well, I want my hedge trimmed a certain way. Right. And I only like it the way I trim it, but you know what? The gardeners trim it and I don't like the way they, they, they trim it, but you know what? Like, let me just let that go. Let me just let that go. And then that's one less thing I don't need to upset myself about. If you think about it, we have thousands of moments in the day. I mean, I think I, I think I, Riley, please correct my math on this. But if we're awake 14 hours a day and there's 60 minutes in an hour, 14 times 16, and then 60 seconds in a minute. So 14 times 60 times 60, I think it's like 50,000, something like that. We have 50,000 waking moments to make a choice every day. Every day. So, like, it's okay to make take one second of those moments or a series of seconds and say, all right, I'm making a choice to, to let it be and let one thing that I felt like I needed control of in my life to just like, you know, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. My neighbor, before all this journey started, and I, you know, look, reflecting back on it, I, and I think it started, the journey started before the actual journey started. We'll talk about that another another episode. But, um, you know, it's my neighbor, Frank. Love you, man. You know, his nickname for me was Just So Joe. Just So Joe needed everything in on my house, in my life to be just so. To which I shared that I shared that nickname with another friend of mine, Julia. Amazing. You are so incredible. Thank you. You know, everything needs to be just so for Joe. No, like I trust you to to do your thing. And, and certainly there's things that, 
you know, matter more and, and, and that you want to kind of just have an influence to, 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 to be better or to be a certain way only because we all have a way in which we want it. We all have a way in which we want it. We all have a way. And whether that comes from, and again, if every going back to the, all you need is love lyrics and, and sort of a, a potential premise of, of all you need is love. You attract what you fear and you also attract what you love. Like that's like, let me add that comment to the, all you need is love. You can, you can have, you can, you can do, and you can be anything you can imagine. Well, like, could that mean that every choice we make is either based in fear or based in love? Is that possible? I think it is. I mean, if you think about it and it might not be easily correlated, ah, like, no, that's not, that's not it, you know, but but if, if we're really, if we really are honest with ourselves and we just take one example within our day or within our life right now, and we just think about it and we think about every root decision, because we can make a decision here, but if we really get into it and we really look at it, there's probably a series of two, three, four, ten decisions that were made as to things that we were either like we're typically like worried about, like we're, and which is a fear we're typically worried about. We're typically thinking, oh, I need to do this because, you know, this might happen, or I need to do this because that might happen. Or if I don't do this, oh my God. Right. And, and, and what if we, instead of worrying about all of that, we just took a moment to say, all right, let me think about all the factors. Let me, these are all my conscious concerns, not fears, not doubts, but conscious concerns. And let me like approach it with, all right, to solve all the conscious concerns and to really put intention and care into what it is that I'm doing here, the choice that I'm making, like, here's how that should play out for a choice made out of love, made out of a selfless choice. That's the other thing is that if we consider that, you know, correlating fearful choices with selfishness because we're afraid of something and correlating choices of love with selflessness and unconditional love and understanding and kindness, the potential is incredible. Like, why doesn't that potential exist? Because we haven't seen it or we don't see it every day, you know, or, or we don't have people around us that, that, that might give us opportunities to, to experience that or give ourselves the opportunity to experience that, you know? It's always a challenge. It's always trying to find little things that we can, you know, a little thing here that, that, that we can recognize is to, to either be grateful for, or to, to, you know, give, give love towards or kindness towards, right. Or patience. I've, I've had, I've had a, a lesson recently in my life in which I feel very strongly the, the challenges, <sighs> challenges were, were presented themselves. And of course, a situation that I, felt that I, this is what I wanted and this is what I planned for. And this is what was going to happen. And the universe was like, Nope, sorry, not working out that way. Here's the challenge. Right. And, and to even get to the place, you know, here I am saying all these things and I can be completely honest with you and say, to even get to the place of having a, a mindset of awareness to say, let me breathe. Let me think about this. Like what is actually happening here and, and sit up for a moment and say, this isn't happening to me. This is happening for me. And what good can I find in this? I'll, I'll honestly say it took me days or weeks, even though I was meditating every day, it took me weeks to get to that point to where I was able to, I was able to like not let it consume me and, and trust that because it's not happening how I wanted it. And because it's not happening when I wanted it, that it's going to be okay. 
it's going to be okay. And you know what? It's better than it ever was. And it took me weeks to get there. And it took me trusting myself. And it took me taking a step back and like looking at the entire situation. And even in the circumstance, just giving it kindness, no matter what tone was, was, was sent my way, give it kindness, give it kindness. And, and to me, the gift in that, ex- that personal experience was, was patience. And you might say, what? Patience? What? Like, that doesn't make sense. Well, first of all, I would agree with you in that face value. <laughs> right? but, but in giving kindness, patience was the gift I got back because in, 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 and in looking at it from that perspective, I not only gained a better appreciation of patience and a better appreciation of what that could look like and, 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 and the value that, could, that that could have. Using simplifying the definition of patience as removing the element of time from what it is that you want. Simply removing the element of time from what it is that you want. And so that in and of itself, again, if you think about it, it then becomes a gift because you're giving that to yourself. You're saying to yourself, don't get upset about when it's going to happen. Just be patient. You know, instead of patience being something that we're looking at the clock and we're like, why hasn't it happened yet? Like, forget about that. Like, what if we forgot about that? What if we said, bye time, don't need you right now. You create enough anxiety in my life. Thank you so much for all of that and the gift of realization to appreciate that, right? But you know what? I found patience. And patience has a definition that kind of makes sense that says, time, you go do your thing. I'm going to do my thing over here. Visualizing and believing and feeling what it is that I want. And then trusting, trusting myself, to make choices towards that and trusting the universe to kind of bring that to me and bring that to, to our lives and making choices in every moment towards what it is that we want, as, as Oprah and many others have said, instead of forcing things to happen in a specific plan and a specific sequence and a specific series of events and a specific with specific people in specific places and all of those knowns that society and our and our cultures and our environments have have kind of forced upon us to to live within and, and be limited within and and what what the potential exists to do it differently are you kidding what wow <sighs> man i just had that realization all over again how amazing and it's so true it's so true at least i feel that way you know i'm sure others are like no you're crazy but hey, we are on the Be Insanely Great podcast. We talk about insane things that happen to be great. Maybe if you think that way, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody makes their own choices. Jim Carrey. Oh, wow. I saw an Instagram wheel with you this morning and you were being interviewed and you said, I have an insane belief in manifesting. Insane. And then I look back at your things you've done that the mask and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective and all these fun movies that, you know, were fun for a lot of people. And, and I'm like, all right, I love your personality, you know, and I love the energy that you have when you talk about it. You know, why, why can't we, you know, be our own version of an, of insane. Right. And who cares? Who cares? We, we think so much about what people, other people think and other people care about. Marcus Aurelius had a quote, I'm paraphrasing based on my recollection of it, but he says, we give so much care to the thoughts of others and so little to the thoughts of ourselves. Kind of makes sense. 
At least it was true for me, you know, and and if I'm being honest, it still happens. You know, I can sit here and and say, and, 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 and kind of express joy and, 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 and feel the feelings of, of happiness. But as I said, there's 50,000 seconds of waking if you're sleeping eight hours, which if you are, good for you. That's amazing. You know, I feel like I sleep six to eight, five to eight, or five, no, eight, eight doesn't really happen that often anymore. But, you know, five to seven, I don't know. Like, like what, is, what does Benjamin Franklin say? The early bird gets the worm or the wiser early. I don't know, something like that. But so I started waking up early. I don't know, that's a tangent thing whatever, but it has a refreshing element of the day that I've never experienced. And I was never one to just wake up at like four or five in the morning, but it just happens now. And I read, that's where I read. So going back to the Beatles, going back to the Beatles, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about the fact that like, here's four guys that are, have basically became revolutionary idols within pop culture in January, by the time of January, 1969, they had gotten back from their their trip in India, which they talk about in the documentary and saying that they, funny enough, that they wish that they were more themselves. Huh. Interesting. Paul McCartney, and I think they all agreed when they were talking about it, is that they wish they all would have been themselves more, given how it is that, oh, another beautiful cardinal. Miss, I call Mr. Cardi B. Mr. Cardi B and Mrs. Cardi B. They, they, frequent our, they frequent our feeder. And Cardi B, you're amazing, by the way. Love you. They, you have... <laughs> You have my, my wife listens to, to the hit songs and everything and, and the energy. You got good energy. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Cardi B are our, uh, are our cardinal family that, that lives in our, uh, our neighbor's brush and then visits our feeder. And there's Mr. Cardi B hanging out on our feeder, which we'll share a picture one day on our, on our feeds of, of some sort. But yeah, so they, they got, they were on this journey in India, I think the summer before the year before and spiritual exploration journey and one of their one of the sessions that they that they had that they was captured in the documentary was them saying that they felt like they should have been themselves and even even the entire kind of premise of the whole thing they was when they were in germany doing gigs where they were having fun where they were having fun i saw a quote I can't remember if it was paul mccartney or john lennon one of or ringo or george one of these one of the guys they they said that like when they made the decision to like make that their livelihood, they just wanted to have fun. They just wanted to have fun. And what a courageous, courageous decision to be just out of high school or whatever it is, or in high school or whatever it is that they were at the time and say, you know what, guy, you know what? We're having a blast. We're having a blast. Like, let's just go do this. And where do we got to do it? We got to move to another country. We got to go to Hamburg. And we got to we got to be in the night scene in Hamburg to be able to play and be ourselves and have fun. What? And then all and then and then all these and then all these all these kind of concepts of 10,000 hours. They were great because they spent 10,000 hours. Right. Tiger Woods was great because he'd spent 10,000 hours. Is it 10,000 hours? Maybe. But what if it were something started with something simpler of, of discovering what it is that that we are and and what it is that we believe that we are and and feel that we are that we that we that we just love to do you know and that's like it's like we say who are we well i don't know well can we let's just what if we just started with the thing with the the things that we love to do and then we kind of distill that back and say oh here's the here's the things i love to do but then we break those things down into activities 
And then we break those activities down into feelings. And then looking at, looking at circumstances of, of getting to the root cause of, of why it is that we're making a choice. And if we want to be happy, like what if it's so simple as we just want to feel the feeling of happiness? Like I think a lot of everybody has our own definition of happiness. Everybody has their own definition of joy. But if we, if we continue to ask the question of like, ultimately, like if we were all feeling happiness right now, what would it be? At least it's a feeling. It's like, oh my God, I'm so happy. This is amazing. This is the most amazing moment, right? And then taking something like that and taking that exuberant joy and saying, and then applying that to something that we really want to happen, right? We really want to happen, you know? Like, all right, Paul, McCartney, Ringo, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, like, what if we had a moment? What if we said, hey, what's up? Like, remember those, remember those present moments you had in January, 1969, you know, you want to like relive those for a moment and feel the feelings of, of joy and, and, and love that, 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 that had happened at that mark of time and that record of time that, that are, that are influencing millions of people's of present moments, probably every day or weekly in the, in the music that people hear. What? What? Think about that. Think about that for just a moment. Just a moment. The songs that were written, you know, whatever it is, 50 years ago, over 50 years ago, and there's songs that were written hundreds of years ago, quotes that were stated hundreds of years ago that are influencing millions of present moments every day, creating a feeling of, of joy, of, of, of excitement, of love. And, and then allowing that to influence the present moments of where all potentials exist for anyone that's engaged, anyone that's present enough to be engaged, right? I was thinking about this last night. I was thinking, what are some of the moments that any one of us can say, man, I was totally present. I bet you, scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> Never won, not, not good at that. You know why? Because my fear of losing was was absolutely attracted to me in every in every opportunity I did that for. And so no gambling, no betting for me. But like I thought about it and I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, like one concerts in which people are fully engaged with the music or people or not even concerts, people driving down the road dancing to a song. Like they're present in the moment. They're they're listening to the lyrics. They're feeling the energy of the song and they're just they're just being. They are just being. We are just being when we're listening and feeling something that we, we, we resonate with. And, and how do we do that more frequently? How do we find a way to do that in our everyday life where we start to make choices to have that happen more frequently? Is that, is that possible? Why not? Why not? There's no reason why not. Only if someone says it and only if we believe it, will it not be. But if we give ourselves an opportunity, Mr. Blue Jay, Mr. Blue Jay came. What's up, Mr. Blue Jay? <sighs> that's the name for Mr. Blue Jay. It's not as creative, but you know, that's just what's stuck. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's, it's, it's present, being present and feeling the energy of that. And, and oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Here's another fun one. Here's another fun one. Another one I was thinking about recently, Einstein, Mr. Albert Einstein. What an incredible philosopher and scientist. He's probably more of a philosopher on the back half of his life than he was in the beginning half. You know, he had many things that he said that, that, that resonated, you know, one that I'll share, I'll share with you here, um, that I shared with our, with our producers earlier today. I absolutely am not here teaching anybody anything. 
I am not teaching anyone anything. I'm not telling anybody to do anything. I am simply providing a perspective of potentials that existed in my life that could exist in your life if you choose to believe potentially that they might. It's simply a platform to, to, to learn if you so choose, right? Another quote he said is, love is a better teacher than duty. And, and I put forced duty. Like no one wants to be told to do anything, right? But if you do it because you love it and you do it because you choose to do it, you're like a hundred thousand million infinite times more likely to actually do it and believe it and, and, and do something with it. Right. And so like that and, and that just it just makes sense. Oh, back to Einstein. So relativity. Anybody know what relativity is? I mean, I heard it. I grew up. I went to physics class, learned, you know, I got, I don't know, I passed, graduated. And, and then I thought about, and then I read about relativity and some of the quotes he said, he's like, one of the quotes he says is like sitting next to a, a, a pretty girl is, is, you know, for, for an hour feels like a minute, but sitting on a hot coal, you know, for a minute feels like an hour. Like that's relativity, right? That, that's a short quote of how he explains relativity. And then I think about, then I, then I say, okay, well, like, what if we applied that relativity to the example I was just talking about with being in the present moment with the song? It's like the song ends and we're like, oh, no, wait, it's already over. It's like we, we literally just were in it, thinking about it, feeling it, feeling the energy of the song, whatever song we love that we're listening to. And then it's and it's over. It's like, oh, OK. You know, we, and if another good one comes like, oh, man, this is a great set. This DJ is on a roll today. Or, you know, and that DJ could be, you know, Apple Music. It could be Spotify. It could be your own playlist. It could be the universe. It could be FM radio. What XM radio? Well, you know, all these things. Right. Whatever it is. But the relativity element of it is, is could it be that those things that happen quickly in time that we, we forget about time, we forget about time, time goes away, it, it, it evaporates, it doesn't, it doesn't apply to our current, our present moment. And so in, try, in, trying to, in trying to define the present moment, like what is the present moment? You know, I couldn't even tell you, like, you know, I, I, I remember... And this just came to me when I when I was younger. My grandmother had a had a magnet on a refrigerator. It says the past is history, tomorrow's a mystery, today is a gift, and that's why they call it the present, right? And I got goosebumps, so I'm pretty sure that's kind of accurate. <laughs> so you know, thinking about that, like what is that, and how do you actually have an awareness as to what the present moment is, so you can actually be in it, so we can be in it, and be in it more frequently, so so things just kind of happen. And happen in a way in which we might never have expected and trusting the unknown and being in the moment. And what does that actually mean? And how do you actually do it? And how do you find one of the 50,000 waking moments in the day to make a choice to just be and give yourself credit to say, hey, I did it once today. I, I chose one moment or one series of 10 seconds to be present. And wow, that's more present than I've been in years. Amazing. Good for you. You know, like, all right, maybe do 11 seconds tomorrow if, if you want. If, if not, that's cool, too. And try and give ourselves credit. Say, what? I did that. Oh, my God, I didn't. It, it was great, you know, and, and, and just realize. And, and I think that's part of it is that we, we, we have labels for a lot of things and, we, and labels get put on things in which it immediately. So, so, so labels, to me, at least seem so they're very, very good from an, from an analogy standpoint to be able to bring perspective and, and reference to something quickly so people can say, oh, yeah, I understand what that means. So it's amazing for that. 
because it, it helps bridge communication and bridge gaps and, and, and bring some continuity and coherence to things in a very, very quick way. Right. But labels in another sense are very limiting. So like once you get past the reference, sometimes a label for something creates a limit that that doesn't allow us to think beyond that, doesn't allow us to open our awareness to, to the possibilities that exist because, oh, no, this is what the definition of that is. Right. Just like impossibility is just a dictionary definition. That is all it is. That is all it is. It is nothing more. It is nothing more than that. Right. So relativity. Relativity seems to be something in which in its good moments, it supports the present moment because we're feeling feelings of, 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 of being engaged with something that that seems to have usually love at the core. When it has something we hate, like hot coals. Oh my God, that was the worst. I burned my hand. It felt like an hour. My, 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 it was only two seconds, right? So it's, it's like nature telling us or, or giving us the opportunity to, to see like what it is that, that, that is, is potentially destructive or, or, or not good. And what it is that, that's constructive that we naturally and innately feel joy and feel love and, and, and then experience the feeling of happiness. And, and those are the moments in which relativity gives us the opportunity to feel like it went by so fast. And I think most of us, when we're working, whether we're doing accomplishing things or whatever, we're like, oh man, that went fast. Well, if you look back, those are probably some of our happiest moments, right? And they go so fast. So relativity says, by time, time, go, you're gone. Because you know what? We're trying to be present. And how do we be present with applying relativity like that's the other thing is, you know, we all learn about relativity, but whoever says, how do you apply that in life to our benefit? How do we apply that in life to our benefit? Is it possible? Does that exist? Here's a potential to look at it in a way of giving ourselves the opportunity to be more present, being giving ourselves the opportunity to be more engaged in every moment, in every moment. Why not? It might only be 0.01% of today's moments, but tomorrow, if it's 0.01%, Two, that's great. That's an improvement. You know, we got 365 days in a year, many, many years and a lifetime, right? So like, let's just one day at a time, you know, it's okay. And we, we, we took all the years to get to who we are now. Like we can change, we, we can change that potentially. That potential exists if we believe it, you know, and also the fact that, you know, some people might say, well, you know, like this is who I am, and and this is this is what I believe, and that's fine. Everybody, like I said, everybody makes their own choices. Everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their own life. Everybody's in their own world. Everybody does their own thing. But if we can give ourselves the opportunity to to be and to try and improve and to try and see what's possible, like I think many of us, if we're honest, just never gave ourselves the chance, and and we just we just like. Like not for anything. It's just the environment supported that. The, our our cultures supported that. Our the people that we love kind of help help guide us into into ways that, for you know, all intents and purposes, were were probably exactly the right thing. But if we look at that and 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 allow ourselves the opportunity, it doesn't always have to be how it's always been. If we give ourselves the opportunity to believe that all potentials exist in the present moment, then like. That's literally unlimited, like literally anything. And because it doesn't happen tomorrow, doesn't mean it's not happening. Doesn't mean it's not happening. Say this like, you know, fruits growing on a tree. Does it, you know, do you see a flower and the fruits there tomorrow? No, it takes months. You know, it takes months for the fruit to get to a place in which you can actually eat it, like, and enjoy it. <laughs> you, might, you might be able to take 
you know, take a flower and make a, you know, souffle or something cool out of it. But, you know, if you waited like three or four more months for that mango or that strawberry or whatever it is, like it, it, it would probably taste better. It would probably be better. Right. And so, you know, using elements to, to guide us and to be aware of, and again, it seems like I go off on these tangents, but I, they are absolutely connected. They are absolutely happening for a reason to, to, to kind of tie <laughs> concepts together. And to me, I feel like it's how our, it's how we're wired today. Everything happens so fast. Everything happens. What used to take five years to happen happens in five days, right? You know, you go back to business in the in the 60s and the 70s and, and what used to, again, take years and years and years to happen happens now in a matter of days. And that's just happening faster and faster and faster. And so how do we give ourselves the opportunity to not like, like so maddened by that and so, so kind of like drawn into the, the, the cycle of, of madness, you know, and, and, and listen, there's always, there's always things that we got to do, right? There's always, we always have, we all have responsibilities. We all have things that are part of our lives personally and professionally. And, and again, it's giving ourselves the opportunity that if we do want to make a change and we do want to do something different and we do want to choose different potentials in our life that can happen over time. It'll happen in a future present moment. If that's what we want and that's what we believe, we believe it. And we feel it and we visualize it and we consistently affirm that that's what's happening. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. We just need to believe it. 